Nice little wind. Welcome to the Sitting Ducks! Here we are back again for our second podcast at our favorite place in the entire world, the corner table of the Kilroy's patio. And yes, before you ask, I did buy this table. Coming at you live, there's three of us today. Uh, here is always the lame duck, Ryan Kaysen. Thanks for being here. Uh, this is Josh Roop, the ugly duck. I have a bottle of Ciroc on my left and two great guys on my right, ready to deliver something great today. And last but not least, Toby Orm, the douche duck. <laughs> Coming at you live from Kilroy's Bar and Grill, my favorite place in the whole entire world, Bloomington, Indiana, never leaving. Yeah, never leaving. He's going to work for Cook Medical next year. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> All right, so let's jump right in. What do you say, huh? Uh, uh, Toby's going to start us off with some a hot take here about the Indiana Pacers and some some basketball knowledge. We've got uh, we've got a friend of the program, Derek Bratroot, actually, who brought this to my attention as an inside source with the Indiana Pacers. Um, seems to be that Monte Ellis has been accused of shaving points. Uh, he has a strong hatred, supposedly, for Paul George and... Uh, his uh, likely success due to his talent, but uh, and Monte's start, starting to kind of play as a washed-up uh, part of the Pacers, and he's not happy about it. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but he missed those two free throws at the end of the game last night to clinch an easy win, and uh, I, I think it's a pretty obvious move. Yeah. I mean, I think we can look at a few few reasons as to like why Monta is in such a bad place right now. Um, you know, with with leaving PG out of this, he could just be depressed. He got drafted um, in 2005 by Golden State. Uh, maybe he's just jealous that they're doing really well right now. Yeah. Uh, he's really been on some washed-up teams his entire career, I believe, except for maybe the Mavs there for a bit. Am I correct there, fact check? Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That's a fact. So maybe he's just real upset with that, but really I, I just don't know what his deal is. Yeah. Uh, just uh, parlaying off of this, just going back to that loss last night against the Spurs, absolutely heartbreaking for the Pacers. I mean, if there's one guy I do not want to send to the line in that situation, it's probably Monte Ellis or I guess Lavoy Allen would probably be the worst-case <laughs> scenario. But bigger picture for the Pacers, 10 in, or 15-10 and 10 against the Western Conference, best record against the Western Conference of any Eastern Conference team. Almost won in San Antonio last night with Thad Young only playing 11 minutes, Lavoy yep. be- getting a majority time at the power forward spot and then Montel is just he had to make it all go to shit I don't know what yep. to do yeah we, we even had Christmas called up from the D-League team that got some reps last night I would have rather seen him at the line than uh, Monte Ellis I have absolutely no faith in his uh reliability or any uh type of love that he has for the Pacers organization I don't think he wants to be here hell I'd even throw it back a year ago and I'd take Jan Menhimni at the line oh, over him wow. that's yeah. all I gotta say about that right there but uh, I think there's a million dollar man yeah it's a, hey that's left than Timothy Moskov though <laughs> that's a fact um so, I mean, you're looking at why Monte might hate PG. It could be because he went to college. 
Uh, Monte did not go to college. He's sold that he didn't have to go to college. No education. Um, also, he's a second-round draft pick. As we know, PG is a first-round draft pick of the Indiana Pacers. Fact, I was upset when they have draft, drafted him, I'll be honest. Wasn't happy either. Fresno State? Yeah. Not a great, not, not a great basketball But, hey, he turned out. And then my final point is all about, you know, the geographical location of their upbringing. Yeah. Monte is from Mississippi. He's a good southern <laughs> boy. You know, he, he does the dirty work. He gets his nose dirty oh man <laughs> but 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 pg's from cali he's got that cali swag maybe there's some locker room problems going on i think there is yeah. i think there is i think it's obvious paul might want to return to la and i think monte is not happy about it he's a veteran he wants to get a ring before he retires get his respect and paul i don't think paul's bought in either oh about paul though wanting to go to la kd goes down doesn't play for the rest of the season. Maybe that Boy. kicks him off an all-NBA team. Ooh. Lance PG on doesn't play enough games. Paul, Paul has I, I feel like Durant's already secured first or second team all-NBA. I think so, too. But and Bill, even then, Bill Walton won like the 1972 MVP only playing 58 games. That's so. impressive. And now he's and one hell of a commentator. I'll tell you what. <laughs> before off, before you know? Paul gets called up for the third team all-NBA, I think Jimmy Butler goes first. Yeah, just in my opinion. Yeah. Jimmy Butler just played at another level compared yep. to Paul George this year. Yes, completely agree. You don't have to convince me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'd like to take it to uh, one of our segments here. Uh, it's uh, who do you want for your last shot? So we got March Madness coming up. Um, you're a coach of an NCAA team. Me, personally, I'm Mike Bray, even though I'm not going to pick someone on the Fighting Irish yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You get one player in the NCAA to take your final shot. Toby, NCAA tournament, Sweet 16, who you got? Current current NCAA team. Current NCAA, NCAA uh, player. That's a tough one. That's a tough one, Ryan. I'd have to go with uh, the point guard from Kansas. What's his name? Uh, Frank, Frank Mason. Yeah. Oh, Frank Mason. Frank yeah. Mason. Frank Mason. Frank Mason the third, right? Yeah. 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 Frank Mason the third. Maybe the fourth. I think he's, uh, maybe the fifth. Who knows? <laughs> I'd take Frank Mason in the in the second half. I actually think he, I think he might be the most. He, he reminds me of Kimball Walker, you know? Ooh. I see that. I see Ooh, that. Cardiac. The Cardiac Frank Mason. Championship game. Yeah, he's a good player. Roop? Um, well, first of all, I'd like to say that if I was a basketball coach in the NCAA, I'd probably be like Bob Huggins, you know? <laughs> like, Fitbit. Fitbit? Yeah, we're a Fitbit. Like, just have a really, like, racious, like, ferocious crowd around mm-hmm. me. Just, you know, and I make my players play hard defense. But if I needed a bucket in the Sweet 16, I'm probably going Dylan Brooks. Ooh, I love uh, that. I just got to stick with my duck there. And, you know, he's hit some big shots already this year. Uh, yeah, so he has. I think I'd have to go with uh, Brooks. How about you, Kason? Uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of Native, Native Americans. Uh, really really messing up with the pipeline here. Uh, go Badgers. I got Bronson Caning taking my <laughs> oh, final wow. shot. That yeah. guy's got a clip. Uh, yeah, he does. Wow. And the defense is going to be focused on Nigel Hayes. So I can throw him out the yeah. back. Little triple. Game over. I think Bronson Kyle Corver esque Kyle oh, Corver-esque. Yes. I don't know if you go guys would have saw this, but ESPN... Uh, their pre-season player predict or like player rankings. Bronson Koenig was number three overall. What? Wow! See? Hey, one of, one of the boldest sports. That's, that's a hot take. How tall is he? Six three, six four. He's a Native yeah, American. He, but he is a Native American. Plays great defense, and the kid has a clip. He can't get to the basket. He has like but he has some a clip. like. Like voodoo or like ritual, just like yeah. something up his I heard he uses incense in the locker room. Yeah. yeah, I heard they tried to get him in trouble. They claimed he was smoking something in the locker room. It was just, in, just incense. Just yeah. kidding. That was fake news. Fake news. Hey, fake news. Alternative, Alternative facts. facts. Alternative facts. <laughs> you have me a soda. Oh, uh, hey. So let's turn it over to football here. Uh, big news: couple player contracts are not getting picked up. Talk. 
Mainly Jamal Charles and uh, AP not getting that contract, that player option picked up. Um, Toby's got a, a hot take about this and where he might be going. Big, big hot take. So there's three possibilities here. We're talking Dallas, which I don't, th- I don't see AP being the second guy anywhere. So I think we can kind of cut that one out of the equation. I know Jerry, I know Jerry Jones loves him, but uh, number two would be Seattle. Seattle's in need of a big running back right now. They don't have anybody outside of uh, who's the Rawls. Don't think Rawls is a franchise running back. They cut Christy Michael. Yeah, yeah they. Yeah. Christy Michael is actually on the. Or yeah, was yeah, Thomas Rawls in fantasy, but, not a fan. Yeah. Fan. Um, last but not least, my personal favorite, the Green Bay Packers are on board. Um, They've announced that they still might be interested in Eddie Lacy. I don't think that's realistic. They're too polite of an organization to outright say they aren't interested in Eddie Lacy anymore. I think Adrian Peterson has a strong chance of being picked up by the Green Bay Packers. And I look forward to that myself. We need a back. Ty Montgomery, great number two, great third down guy. Adrian Peterson, we need a franchise back well, for the first time in Green Bay since Amon Green. Since Amon Green. Wow. Well, little flip-flop, little Brett Favre flip-flop yeah, there. How, <laughs> I was just going to say, how would you compare AP going to the Packers as Favre going to the Vikes? Well, I will say this. They're both at similar points in their career for, as a running back compared yeah. to a quarterback, um, about it's six, true. seven years it's apart, true. but similar timing. Um, I think – I think that AP has the potential to do a lot more damage than Brett did, although Brett did have a couple good years after he left. I think AP has already proved he can come back from an ACL injury, which, I mean, pretty impressive in its own to rush for 2,000 yards after he does that. But, um, or not 2,000, like, what, 1,300 or something around that. But um, I think he he, uh, could do some damage in Green Bay. I agree. Bring us back. I completely completely disagree, and I think that any team that picks up Adrian Peterson is a total idiot. He turns 32 coming up soon on March 21st, the day after Joe Chitwood's birthday. Shout out, Joe Chitwood. Uh, The best stats ever of a 32-year-old. They're actually pretty good stats. Uh, He's probably smoking pot right now in uh, Istanbul. Ricky Williams, uh, when he was a Dolphin, averaged (laughs) 4.65 yards a carry. He had 11 TDs. And rush for 1,121 yards. That's similar numbers this year to Devontae Freeman. Um, which, I mean, Devontae Freeman splitting out of carries. Uh, those are some great stats, but I don't think that Mr. Peterson has it in him. He uh, tore his ACL in 2011, what I like to call the ACL tear. Uh, heard around Terry, the world. A seal tear Yeah, ACL tear is what we call it here. <laughs> just when we're trying to get our words out quicker. So we had an ACL tear. Um, and then this year... Torres meniscus week two initially reported as three to four weeks out. Uh, didn't play again until week 15 against the mighty Colts defense. Uh, no, Cato June is not the uh, monster in the midway anymore for them. Uh, he had fifth, he had 22 yards, averaged 3.7 yards a carry against the Colts. They were the 25th worst rushing D and 30th in allowing yards per carry. Uh, he sucks. So what that says to me is that he cannot come back from an injury. Uh, three to four weeks turns into 13, just as you snap your fingers. Uh, we have some really good prospects coming out in the draft this year. Aside from your obvious, uh, you know, Fournette, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Dalvin Cook. Um, I think that you have two really good guys, James Conner and Kareem Hunt. Conner coming out of Pittsburgh, Kareem Hunt coming out of Toledo. Uh, Conner, 6'2", 235, has never torn his ACL. Uh, he averaged 5.1 yards a carry and had 16 touchdowns. 
Uh, he put up 117 yards against Penn State, 132 against Clemson. Had a touchdown in every game last season. And the year before that, he actually had lymphoma. So he's coming off chemotherapy. Uh, this guy's going to be a stud. Um, I'd take him. I think you can get him probably late third, fourth round. He's looking at draft boards like 14th on the running back list. He's going to be a stud. I'd take him over AP. Uh, Kareem Hunt played for Toledo. I'm not going to go too deep into him. Just know he had 16 tutties last year, and he also has never torn his ACL or torn his meniscus. Uh, so I'd take both of them over AP. If I could draw one comparison here, remember when the Colts uh, signed Andre Johnson last year? Different story. No, it's complete. The only difference in the story is that one plays a position where you're getting hit every play, and the other one only gets hit probably like 10 times a game. And one is a top five running back of all time, and the other's not even in the top 25 discussion. Andre I, Johnson? No chance. Not yes, even he a is. top 25 receiver of all time. No chance. Yes, he is. You can't have five good years in, te- in Texas and claim you're claim you're a top. He had like 25 nine receiver. good years in Texas. No I chance. I want to say on first thought, oh, he's definitely top. 25. He's top twenty. No way. Dude, he's like the top only relevant receiver in that franchise. Oh, yeah. All like time. Seven years. Yes. No chance. By far. No chance. I strong disagree. No, you are no. strongly disagree. All right, I don't know where he falls on like lists of yards and stuff, but not top twenty-five. By the way, shout out to me being PG thirteen, saying yards and stuff right there. Shout out Ryan. Um, Toby wanted to talk about is Johnny Manziel coming back? No. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, hot take. This no. Is, this is not the hottest of takes right now. Pretty uh, cold take because a lot of people don't think it's true. But, but, as sources will say at Barstool Sports, there's a comeback. <laughs> And Which and is our all, rival, our rival podcast. Yeah, rival, rival podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. Shout out Barcelo. Part of my take. We're coming for you, Barcelo. You're the reason I wake up every day. Um, but anyways, as I was saying, um, <laughs> you think part of my take uh, films or records our podcast in a corner bar? At PMT, PMT no. actually records outside sometimes. Fucking legends. <laughs> but um, Johnny Manziel is going to get a shot with another another NFL team. Don't know who it's going to be. Um, could be very interesting. I think somebody's going to get really really desperate somebody with a strong front office is going to get really desperate in the next two years and they're going to pick him up and give him a shot whether it's in the preseason i don't know if he could ever play a regular season snap again but he's got a chance the guy's still got an arm guy runs a 4 5 40 and he's the best playmaker to ever play college football i'd take matt weinert as my quarterback over wow right yeah. <laughs> matt weinert matt weinert that's just a stud hard to watch um but yeah, money team, money team, Manziel, comeback season. I believe in you, big guy. See, I want to believe in him. Like, I think he's a like incredible football player. Like in college, he was so fun to watch. But until he proves to me that he's just not like a lost normal like yeah <laughs> college lost kid in lost in the sauce. <laughs> like, until he can sauce will get you. Until he can pass on a two dollar Tuesday or <laughs> oh song. no no no. I'll tell you like, what. I, the guy just goes on nine day benders. Yeah, no NFL player no. goes on I nine spent, day benders. I spent a week out except for maybe Mike Vanderjack. Avante's yeah, perfect. I, I, <laughs> but those are nine day killing streaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I spent teardrops. I spent uh, a week out in Las Vegas with my good friend Sam Wisen this past summer, and about six days before that, Johnny Manziel had announced that he was going into re- rehab. He was sober. Um, he's been doing really well. Started working out again. We show up to a club one night. Johnny Manziel's VIP bottle service. Holds <laughs> bottles in his hands. This guy's crazy, man. I respect it. Respect the hustle. And a boy, Johnny. Uh, you know, talking to another about another football player who makes really dumb decisions and drinks a lot. Uh, Pat McAfee. Yeah. You know the big news of Pat in the past 
couple months is that he uh, quit the Colts. He did not drop the Colts. He quit the Colts. Colts. And he is now uh, doing a podcast. So he's posted two. Um, how do we feel? Have you listened, Drew? Uh, no, I'm, I, uh, I have not checked into it. I've listened to yeah. a snippet yeah. of the interview with uh, Dan Dockich. Big fan, Dano. Love you, Dan. Um, we're going to get him on the show. Yeah, we're going to get you on the show soon. I Dan. would love to have Dan Dockich on the show. Hope we can get him on the show. And just, uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. Like, but, have you ever heard Dan Dockich talk about like East Coast kids that yeah, I do? Yeah. I just want to get, I just want to grill him on that for like 20 to 30 Wait, minutes. I was listening to Dan Dockich driving home. He's like, He's like, he's like asking, oh, who's the huge guy who was on Dan's team, like seven foot from Germany? You know who I'm talking about? Played uh, in the league. Yeah, he still lives in Bloomington. I don't remember his uh, name. Well, he had him on the show. He does the Y all the time. Yeah. Local YMCA. He's like, he's like, had him on the show. He's like, what's your normal day like? He like says normal day. Dan's like, yeah, go on my show, you know, come home, me and Lee, we eat dinner, you know, go to the bedroom. Do our thing, if you know what I mean. And I'm like, dude, like this is your wife. The big guy said that. No, Dan, Dan says said this. That. And then he also, Savage. she's also saying like, you ever see a pregnant woman? You give her the eyes, man. She'll meet you in the parking lot in the back of your car, man. She's ready to go. He's like, pregnant woman or horny. And I'm like, dude, you're on the radio. But hey, shout out to the guy for hustling. Great guy. Um, but back to Pat McAfee. The main problem with this podcast has got to be you check in and it says it's two hours and 45 minutes long. I can't believe long. it's that long. Like what? what? No one wants to hear you talk it's that like, long, uh, man. It's like watching Inception or something. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I mean, I... King d- Kong. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> PMT is my favorite program to listen to currently. Listen to or watch. But part part of my take, hour and ten, that's still a long time. They do a great job. I listen the whole time. I could not imagine listening for more than that hour and ten minutes. No. You know, it gets repetitive. And, Pat, I know you're a fucking qualified guy. You quit the NFL to do pursue something you love. I don't want to listen to you speak for two hours and 45 minutes. You need to fix that. Yeah. Pat, like... We love you. We Come care on, about you. Come on, man. Come on, man. You know, you got great connections. You're going to have interesting interviews. The fact that you had the best quarterback in the history of the NFL, Matt Hasselgoat, we're going to take the ball and we're going to score, then you don't score. That's a power move, Matt. I know you're listening. Shout out. Um, friend you know, of the program. Friend of the friend program. Of the program. <laughs> reoccurring guest. Soon to be a reoccurring guest. Pat Mack. Uh, sorry, Barstool. Uh, quote Barstool. Um, uh, his stand-up was funny, but it was because he would, like, tell stories about, like, Peyton Manning being like, yeah, Red 18, Red, <laughs> yeah, Red 18, or, like, Bill Poy, I'm like, Patty! Like, that's funny, but you lost all your stories when you quit the Colts and you broke. Not my heart, because I was never a big fan, uh, but everyone else's heart. Not a Colts fan, big Pat McAfee fan. I'm surprised. All right, I'm a big fan. I'm just I, sad. I'm surprised, you know, you take yourself out of the league at a way too early of a time. I respect you pursuing something you love, but you took away a lot of the fun in the game. Fuck you, Pat. Pat, Pat. the least you could do for me right now is make, like, sort of a pseudo diner drive-ins and dive show where you go around the Indianapolis area with Jeff Teague and, like, eat at restaurants that he ate at growing up. Hogs Bakery, baby! You talk Pacers basketball. You talk Indianapolis life. I just feel like that would make a really... Big like great impression connection with the community. Yeah, yeah you'd really that. make a great impression with. The Think community. about okay, what if Anthony Costanzo did a did like a charity event at a gymnastics place, dressed up as Tarzan, and just like swung around and people threw money at him. There, there's an idea. Money at him? Yeah, I used to run a pretty charitable organization. Yeah. I think it would work. Costanzo? I like that. Yeah, Costanzo. Yeah, not exactly a fan favorite, but you know. No, work. well, he's like six I seven. I think he's a fan least favorite. Yeah, yeah. quite possibly the worst. Yeah. Quite possibly the worst <laughs> all-pro offensive lineman to ever live. To ever, not even play the game, to ever live, to walk this oh, earth. <laughs> I have an insider story about Anthony Costanzo. 
I go to YoJoy. Hot take here. Hot take. No, this is real. This is a true story. Real I go, news. I go into I go into YoJoy. Anthony Costanzo's in there. You can't miss him. Six seven, hair down to his butt. He's having a great time. I'm like really excited. I'm like, oh, this guy. What is he? I mean, he's probably got chocolate peanut butter with hot fudge. Loaded this shit up. He's 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 pushing fifteen dollars on the sixty cent per yeah. ounce. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. he's really killing it. He has little pink ice cream oh with those little God. pink berries that burst in your mouth on it. Makes sense. Costanzo. All makes sense. Is that dude. why you can't protect your quarterback? Yeah. That's Bajoran Warner. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, Bajoran, dude. Yarn Werner. Hey, good draft pick. Yeah. Shout out, Gregson. Are you still homeless? I hate you. <laughs> another, another NFL take here, something I read today. Chris Long decided to uh, part ways with the Pats yeah, after a Super Bowl championship season. Um, also, another big friend of the PMT program. I love I love when you guys have Chris Long on the show. Great guy. You can tell you can tell he's done his fair share of partying. You know, Gronk gets a great reputation, but yeah, Chris a, Chris Long Chris Long don't don't leave him out of the discussion. That guy can booze. Yeah. But anyways, sad to see that. Not a not a Patriots fan, but I liked I liked what he was doing with the organization. But he's gonna be a dolphin. Yeah, he needs he wants to go somewhere he can start. You know, they just had him as a third down pass rush guy. He didn't feel like he's being utilized. Yeah. At the end of his career, what, thirty two years old now? Yeah. Been in the league for a while. He's gotta find a new you gotta find a new home. You, I respect it. Big fan of Chris Long. Did you guys see that uh another big NFL rumor today? Uh Brandon Cooks to the Titans. Ooh, Whoa. And I'm thinking I'm just sitting at home thinking Brandon Cooks. They are dangerous. Kendall Wright. Right. Those are two wide receivers that probably mimic players that Mariota would have played with in the Oregon offense. Yeah. Ooh. So is Tennessee just trying to like? Are they trying to lure in? Are they just trying uh, to run little slant routes and just recreate like this Oregon offense? Oh, did you offense? say Titans? Yeah. yeah Titans. Oh, I read. I registered yeah. as Texans. I was like, whoa, DeAndre Hopkins, Wolf. You know, so Titans. I like that. Jet yeah, sweep. I like what? it a lot. A little jet sweep action in there. Too. They got Delaney Walker. Just, yeah. Oh, dude. right down the middle of the Jeez, field. Demarco yeah, Murray. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I'm kind of yeah, scared. Maybe make a splash. Am I a Titans fan? On the defensive end. Dude, and... I got a Preds jersey. Are they gonna? Are they looking for a new offensive coordinator? <laughs> Chip Kelly. <laughs> oh, Chip Kelly. Hot take. Are oh, we starting that? What? Hot take. What? Chip Kelly. That is not fake news. I heard that's true. No. Rumors. <laughs> you guys want to? You guys want to have another real story with Ryan about Indianapolis famous people? Yeah, yeah. About yeah. offensive coordinators. My old neighbor, Clyde Christensen. Clyde you know the guy. Christensen. Clyde Christensen, now offensive coordinator in Miami. <laughs> Uh, fun fact, I used to watch his guinea pig. Funner fact, I was watching it when it died. <laughs> its name was Esther. You heard it here first. Yeah, its name was Esther. <laughs> Esther. Sorry, Clyde. Sorry, Clyde. Uh, we'll get Clyde on the show. Yeah, I have his email, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My mom has his uh, wife's phone number. Clyde, Clyde will be there soon. All right, uh, now we're going to kick it over to our uh, ads here. Uh, we did get our first sponsor ever. Uh, listen up, this is a big one. Uh, yeah, shout out to our first uh, sponsor here on the Sitting Ducks podcast, Ballantine Hall. Originally constructed in 1959 after t- after taking almost $4.5 million to create, Ballantine Hall services students all across the Indiana University campus. And if you haven't had a class in there, you haven't really truly lived at IU. Newest thing to Ballantine Hall, fresh everything bagels on the second floor C-Store. You can get them there anytime between... 9 and 5, Monday through Wednesday. Valentine Hall, inspiring students to jump since 1959. <laughs> thank you, Valentine. Thank, thanks, Valentine Hall. Just want to just wanna thank you. 
ungodly amounts. I have two classes right now, there right now, and uh, I enjoy every single <laughs> second of them. Uh, even my chemistry discussion, you know? Not a big science guy anymore, but <laughs> chemistry is chemistry, and Valentine, you help me enjoy it. I love Valentine Hall. I love when it's like you come back from like fall break, right? And it's like kind of cold outside, but it's like 95 degrees yeah. in your classroom, Valentine Hall. Oh, yeah. like, what's going on here? I don't Sauna. know. It's just like, hey, it's hot in here. You should go jump. So thanks for inspiring <laughs> us every day. All right. The March Madness is coming up. I'm excited. You're excited. Pat yeah. McAfee is probably a little bit excited. We know Clyde Christensen's excited. I don't know about Grigson. He's still uh, homeless. But <laughs> Fuck you, Grigson. <laughs> we hate you. Uh, all right, so first four in, first four out. Uh, Joe and Artie right now in. He's got Xavier, Cal, USC, and Wake Forest out. He's got Vandy, Georgia Tech, Rhode Island, and Kansas State. Roop, what do you got to say about this? First of all, I just want to say I've watched Georgia Tech like three times this year, and they could be one of the top five worst Power Five basketball teams I've ever seen. But they've beaten like North Carolina, Virginia, possibly. Uh, no, I know they have a big win against North Carolina, another one in the top ten. But Calvin Johnson, I just Mike cannot see them getting him. in. Yeah, uh, Xavier, I think, is a for sure lock. Like I want to see Trayvon yeah, Blewett come yeah. in as like a 12, 12 yep. seed team and just Trayvon, Trayvon Blewett is the most mentally tough player in college basketball. Dad was a Marine. You heard it here first. Trayvon Blewett will turn some heads this year in yeah, March Madness. Like they also have Evan Summer, point guard, who's a he might be out, but summer's good. Yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, big fan of big fan of Trayvon Blewett. I think that guy's got his head on straight. Yeah, and yeah, hey, late round, late second round prediction right now for the NBA draft. That's an Indiana guy. We love to see that. You love to see that. Better than Yogi Ferrell, if you ask me. Hot take. Um, you know, right now in the bubble too, there's a lot of love getting thrown out for the Big East. Uh, you know. Cuse, I think, is in a really good spot. They had a they had a huge win at the buzzer. Huge. Uh, beat Nova. Um, so that was pretty huge. Uh, but other big, other Big East teams on the bubble, Marquette, Xavier, and Providence, uh, they've all split with each other. I think that two out of four should get in, but really, um, I'm really only a big fan of Providence. Yep. I think they're the elite team out of these. They're currently on a five-game winning streak with wins against Butler and at Creighton. Um, and they also are, they have beaten Marquette and Xavier, who are also on the bubble. Um, but moving over to the, to the Big 12, I'd love to see Kansas State get their shot over uh, uh, California or USC. Uh, the Pac-12 is, is a lot weaker than we believe. It's, it's true every year. I do believe in the Ducks. Um, they, have, they have quite the squad. I've watched about five of their games. Uh, Ennis is a monster. Uh, reminds me of a young Roy Hibbert, which isn't a good thing. <laughs> and he's like 6'4", not 7 foot, but it's all good. Um, but they've, they've played Kansas twice, lost by two away and three at home. They beat Baylor at Baylor. They've been a little shaky lately, um, but growing up an IU basketball fan, I've seen the horrible things that Bruce Weber can do to an opponent. Yep. Um, so I think he'll get the boys going. I'd love to see them get their shot this yeah, year. Yeah, Bruce Weber's a dangerous coach in the tournament. I think he showed that with multiple years at, t- at Tennessee. Also, going back to Providence, dangerous team in the tournament. I think they always, they always are at liberty to upset somebody at any point in time. Long, always athletic. Usually have one or two good guards. They, I think they should make the tournament. We do have to be careful, though. I would not be surprised if Providence uh, suffers a huge loss here soon. Uh, Emmett Holt is on the team, and he could literally hit any of his teammates with a car. <laughs> yeah. 
at any moment. Yep. So keep your head on a swivel. Like maybe bring Chris Dunn back in. Tell him to yeah. you know get the boys some agility going. Because I'm I would not be surprised if it comes out that Emmett Holt hits someone with his car. Boycott uh, here soon. Boycott Emmett Holt. <laughs> so we're kind we're kind of worried. We need you. <laughs> All right. So now we're gonna play a, a game and a segment called uh, What Happened to That Guy. So uh, do you guys remember Thomas Walkup? From from Stephen Steven F. Austin, Austin last year, the lumberjack oh, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so, right? How do you know? I know that. Oh, all right. Well, you well, can't yeah. get that past me. I know. Right. I read an article the other day. All right. Well, <laughs> well, you, you ruined it. I was <laughs> gonna have you guess. Something's wrong. Dang. Like a backup. That's a horrible game. Yeah, I have a backup. Where's R.J. Hunter? Where's R.J. Hunter? R.J. Hunter. He got drafted in the first round. By the yeah, drafted in the first round. Now in the D League with the new with the uh, Mets organization. Was, what are you doing, R.J. Representing Indiana basketball? Oh, uh, personal. Indianapolis story from Ryan. Good friend Gabrielle Lewis dated RJ Hunter. Wow. Yeah, really? you know Gabs. You know pretty Gabs? girl. Pretty girl. Like the yeah. uh, the Olympian, right? <laughs> Gabby, uh, Gabby, Douglas. Gabby Douglas. Yeah, Gabby. Yeah. All right, yeah. hot take here. Gabby Douglas and RJ Hunter might be dating soon. Whoa, who knows? Wow. Who knows? Wow. I don't know. Um, all right, go to our, our next favorite segment. Pick that Jackson. We got a baseball theme today. Pick that Jackson. Shoe is Joe Jackson or Reggie Jackson? Ooh. Roop, who you got? I'll probably go Shoeless Joe, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I mean, he's not a Jackson, but I just have the strongest urge to say uh, Honus Wagner right now. <laughs> I just, uh, he needs to get a little appreciation Ty Cobb, today. Ty Cobb, <laughs> Ty Cobb. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Shoeless Joe. Shoeless sure. Joe? Yeah, I would have to go with Shoeless Joe. You know, the guy shaved points. Uh, <laughs> big gambler myself. I, I wasn't, I didn't have the opportunity to play a professional sport or a sport to where somebody would be betting on me, but if I did, I would have shaved points. So shout out Shoeless Joe. Proud of you, big guy. Yeah, uh, I didn't know that Shoeless Joe shaved points until Toby just said it. Uh, so I was going to pick Reggie, but I literally have to go with Shoeless Joe Jackson now. Um, as a supporter and the founder of uh, hashtag BetAgainstKentucky $2 Tuesday, um, you know, you got to love a guy who shaves points. Uh, just to let you know, Kentucky has not covered the spread the past four Tuesdays. So if you're looking for a bet this Tuesday, bet against Kentucky Tuesday, although they probably won't be playing because it's probably tournament time. But, hey, bet against them. Yeah, R.J. Bell, if you're listening, uh, R.J. Bell, popular uh, sports uh, line guy, guru in Vegas. If you're listening, we'll get you on the podcast yeah, to talk yeah, about this because, yeah. like, this is this is a pattern. It's absurd. We need to get to the yeah. bottom of this. We know you're listening, friend of the program. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of Kentucky, I do want to do that uh, Name That Hedgehog. Uh, so this week in Name That Hedgehog, we have a special shout-out to De'Aaron Fox, who is, literally is a side-by-side example, looks the exact same as Knuckles from Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. It's true. It'll happen. Um, I'd like to throw Frank Mason into that discussion, too. <laughs> Frank Mason looks like the mixture of a Bratz doll and a hedgehog. That's, what, <laughs> that's how I describe uh, Frank Mason. <laughs> Yeah, and Chandler Fry reminds me of uh, the Slender Man. <laughs> I think Chandler Fry is the Slender Man. This is in. The Slender Man's a big guy who can shoot the three ball. All right. Well, hey, we're coming up here at the end of our podcast, but we couldn't end it without going into Toby's personal life here. He's got a huge weekend coming up. First off, he's taking a Canadian all the way up to Chicago. Uh, I know her family. You better be nice. Um, so we're going to go with some Toby Orm Black Diamond predictions. Toby, you want to start us off with your own prediction? Yeah, no comment. No comment. All right. Root, you want to go? I think I need further information on <laughs> yep. what a black diamond is. <laughs> that's our, hey, that's, but, that's um, our resident. I already have some. That's ideas. our resident independent, Josh Roop. We love him. <laughs> 
I have ideas in my head. I just don't really know how to okay. formulate them. All right, so this weekend I'll give you a little insight. Toby Orm is going to his fraternity formal up in Chicago. It's called Black Diamond. One might say the most prestigious formal on Indiana University campus, but hey, yeah. I, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Not not my Black Diamond. Not, not my true. formal. So he's taken a, a very good friend of mine, Nicole Ann Murphy, uh, hailing from Halifax, Nova Scotia, uh, up in Canada. Good uh, hockey town. Yeah, good hockey town, eh? Uh, <laughs> I want to play oh, college hockey. hockey after this. Yeah. You know, of, hey, trade you know deadline. Trade coming deadline. up. Yeah. You know I'm taking her? Because I want to play college hockey. Why you want to play college hockey, yeah. huh? Shout out Butchie. <laughs> Butchie, 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 will, Butchie will get you on the show soon. By the way, I've never won your overtime challenge. So, Melrose. Black Diamond, say. Black Diamond prediction. <laughs> Toby Orm, Saturday night. It's their last night there. He's a senior. His final Black Diamond night. He's got to do it big. So what's he going to do? He's going to get into a body of water. We don't know which one. I can't. I, it might be, you know, the Hotel River. It might be Lake Michigan. Who knows? Maybe it'll just be a water fountain. Toby's going to get in a body of water. Mean to take his shirt off and accidentally take his pants off. Pants off. Who knows what's going to happen next? Hope it warms up. <laughs> gonna be a little cold out there (laughs) a little cold toby Toby, uh no that's just genetics um so uh, we all know that's not true Uh, so that's my prediction for black diamond i think he's gonna have a great time also nine out of ten would guess that Derek bratrude comes back with a scab on his face (laughs) with a scab on his face yeah i'll confirm that one okay guys i'll be taking bets on that yeah yeah we're gonna put some lines out go to our website uh, sitindex.com yeah my bold prediction for black diamond is that somehow alshon jeffrey comes into play (laughs) Like, I don't know if he's, like, a weird Uber driver at some point during the day, like, on Saturday yeah, or if you see him after the river. Him, you know? so. yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he's just out there trying to make a living, and he's just Uber driving and, like, ends up picking Toby up from, I don't know, the river, from the lake. Yeah. Who knows, in, you know? In a body of water. A body of water. Yeah, somewhere. Wow, this this is, somehow. This is, like, minus 300 in Vegas. That You're yeah. in a body of water, and Alshon Jeffrey This is Warriors up. range. God. I will say, though, hey, somebody's finally betting on me. I guess I got to shave some points. <laughs> Shaving points. Oh, I think today's episode is brought to you by Shaving Points. Um, Shout out Bookie Market. All right. Well, hey, thanks for thanks for. Oh, I just have one more hot oh, take. Hot take. Hot take. Oh wait, we gotta do hot takes at the end. Hot takes. Yeah, uh, we're not we're not done. Hot takes. Uh, so here it's the ugly duck again. Uh, hot take. The Houston Rockets. Ooh. We'll play the Cleveland Cavaliers in the NBA Finals. Yes. Wow. Yes. Man. Six men I Lou Will. I just think the Lou Williams addition gives them so much yeah. because they have already, on a per-possession basis, been outscoring the Warriors with their best lineup on the floor. Lou Williams gives them even more. And I just want to see Patrick Beverly hounding Stephen Curry Beverly, yeah. 40 minutes up and down the court. And then, you know, he comes in, Clint Capella gives him a little shove. And another thing, Bogut, Cavs, if it's Cavs, Warriors, Bogut, he's going to come up first hey, pick man. and roll. Steph Curry's in the locker room. Yeah, I cannot wait for that. Yeah. I cannot wait for that. I'm but uh, they won't be there, though. It'll be the Rockets. So uh, that's my hot take. Indiana guy. Are these, Love you, EG. Are these NBA hot takes? These can be whatever. I might add a couple more, too. Uh, yeah. you know? Big yep. hot take. This is my hot take of the day. Um, just going to – sorry, don't mean to seem uh, – like I'm taking shots at certain crowds of people, but uh, the Chicago Cubs down at spring training right now, um, pulling a really metrosexual stint, right? Uh, Javi Baez, Anthony Rizzo, rumored to be other players, um, all bleaching their hair. Um, 
Question like, Joe Madden. Joe Madden, I heard, might have blushed his hair. Really hot take there, but you know. It looks like the Carmel those, High School men's swimming team. Ooh, those uh, those square those square frames, Joe. I've always kind of questioned you. Um, you know, not a big fan of the Chicago Cubs. Even less of a fan now, but also. <laughs> While not being a fan, I'm now questioning every one of your sexual orientations. So uh, not in a bad way. Not You're just questioning. not in a bad way. Just questioning. I don't know what you are. You know, you could, you might identify as nothing. You know, yeah. like one of those, like the girl that's wrestling in Texas right yeah. now. It's 2017. You, identify you as can nothing. question anything, and anyone can identify. Yeah, as anything. you're no longer anything. Like I'm now identifying as a six foot ten black man who's yeah. really good at basketball. Yeah. Um, you know, call me Rakeem Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> He's wrong height again. <laughs> Dang it. Um, all right, my hot take. Uh, if you've been paying attention to some hockey news, Shattenkirk uh, going to the Caps, going to be a bad move. Caps are selling out for the uh, the uh, Stanley Cup this year. We all know they can't get past the pen. Sid the Kid's got a little bit too much sauce on him. So I think Shattenkirk's a bad move. Don't count out the jackets, though. Never do. No, never do, never would, never could. What do you guys uh, think of the Ben Bishop trade to L.A.? And, oh, sorry, Ben, you fucking idiot. Take your first loss on your first the first night started. <laughs> Fuck you, Jack Rowland. <laughs> I was going to say Your that third has, cousin. That has to do with the fact that he's a cousin with yeah. Jack Rowland. That's just an L your whole life. Yeah, fuck you, Ben Bishop. <laughs> You're a loser. I mean, I like, I like the move, but... Uh, I don't know if it's going to guarantee him a playoff spot. Like, yeah. they're sitting outside the playoffs right now where they just traded for Ogilnia, too. That yeah. would have been tight, like, six years ago. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, I don't really know about that. Yeah, another, maybe another, eight years ago. Another really hot take. I heard the LA Kings are making a run for Danny Heatley. What? 50-07, <laughs> and 07, what? baby. What? 50-07. and 07, Never forget. 50-07. Danny Heatley. Hey, uh, another hot take. Uh, we're going to switch over from hockey to uh, professional baseball. Uh, so if you didn't know, I'm a huge Atlanta Braves fan. We all know Freddie Freeman's legit as hell. Uh, six in NL MVP voting last year. Probably finishing the top five this year, hopefully top three, on a team that will probably miss the playoffs. But my dark horse candidate for 2017 NL MVP, Matt Kemp. Kemp. <laughs> finished, I love it. Finished... Sixth in home runs last year in the NL, fourth in RBIs, lost 25 to 30 pounds coming into camp. He's back to his old self. Wasn't he already skinny? No, dude, he ballooned. He was ballooning in San Diego. They were feeding him something down there. Matt Kemp. Matt Kemp. You heard it here first. Got another hot take. Um, If uh, if there's any prop bets on your uh, bookie site or with your bookie, take it now. Sam Travis, AL Rookie of the Year. Indiana (laughs) University. Indiana University alum. Um, He was considered the Bash brother to Kyle Schwarber while he was here. The man can swing the stick. No batting gloves. A lot of pine tar. Plays great in the fir- plays great in the uh, first base corner. You know this guy is a true grit baseball player. Grit, grit, grit. I'm talking Wes Welker, uh, Craig Biggio type grit. <laughs> like this is the grittiest guy you'll Austin see in the MLB Collie. this year. Austin Collie, first year out of the Christian McCaffrey. Uh, yeah, yeah. McCa- Sam Travis. Hey. You heard it first. I'm guaranteeing 25 home runs, 85 RBIs. That guy and under 20 strikeouts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
All right, boys, uh, from the Roy's patio back corner table that we did buy, we are signing off. Um, so we'd like to thank, obviously, our sponsor, Valentine Hall, inspiring others to jump since 1959. Yeah. You're having a bad day. Go check out Valentine. I heard it's got everything you need. Uh, sorry about that. It's not funny. It's 2017. All right, signing off. Uh, the lame duck, last thing I have to say is thank you to our listeners. Thank you to Clyde Christensen and Anthony Costanzo. Please get some chocolate next time you go to frozen yogurt. Fuck you, Skip Bayless! Sign off! Douchey Duck, signing off here. Oh, we get a call. Jack Given. Jack Given's calling, so we don't have any play- oh, leaving music. Roop, say goodbye. <laughs> oh, he's gone. Uh, I just need to put Funky Town back on. But, uh, last guarantee of the podcast, Harry Rozier. 2018 NBA's most improved player. Book it, I would bet $500 right now. That's the two All right, we'll see you next week on the Sitting Ducks. Great sesh. It's still on.